Thanks for pressing play. This is Christopher Lockhead, Follow Your Different, the podcast that celebrates the people, ideas, and companies that stand out. And um, on this episode, I want to share with you some of the amazing things going on in the enterprise technology industry. So that's what we're going to do. As usual, speaking of enterprise technology, we're sponsored by our friends at Oracle NetSuite. And NetSuite is the category queen in cloud ERP. They're the company that helps to power the growth of over 16,000 of the world's most innovative companies. To learn how to turbocharge your growth and to get a free one-hour growth review with an expert in your industry, go to netsuite.com different. Also, off the top, I want to tell you about a new pocketbook that I'm super proud of by my friend and partner Isaac Morehouse. It's called Crash Your Career. It's a great, easy read for young people who want to look at new ways to kickstart their careers. Go to crash.co for more information. And uh, on this episode, I'm going to unpack some of the very cool stuff going on in the enterprise technology industry. Um, If you know me, you know that I am a former three-time public company chief marketing officer in the enterprise technology uh, business, and I've spent more than two-thirds of my career there. And it's a segment or sector of the tech industry that that doesn't get as much attention as the consumer side. Um, But there's some very cool things going on that I want to underscore with you. Go to Lockhead.com for the show notes on this episode. And I'm going to mention a bunch of articles and other sources uh, of information that I'm going to pull from here. And all those things will be in the show notes as well. Now, hey-ho, let's go. So back in 2012, uh, legendary venture capitalist Jim Getz of Sequoia, uh, the man that uh, Forbes says is the number one venture capitalist in the world for multiple years in a row, um, he came public and he made a declaration that tech entrepreneurs were too focused on the consumer world and were ignoring what he called a, quote, 500 billion, with a B, market opportunity, which is the enterprise space. Uh, He pointed out, quote, Twice as many enterprise startups have become billion-dollar companies compared to consumer startups, end quote. And uh, while that was 2012, a lot has changed since then. And, um, you know, the biggest one I would say is that the cloud went big time. And if you believe what uh, my buddy Kevin Maney wrote in his awesome book, Unscaled, um, the cloud was the tipping point for a lot of uh, big innovation. And just to underscore that, uh, my friend Bob Evans, who uh, has an awesome podcast that I'm a regular guest on, I encourage you to check out, called Cloud Wars. And Bob, in particular, sort of maps what's going on with some of the big companies in tech around the cloud. He says, um, for Q1 of 2019, Microsoft, Amazon, and IBM, so those three companies, will combine for uh, $23 billion in cloud revenue. Microsoft, Amazon, and IBM, $23 billion in the cloud alone in Q1. That's one quarter. So it's pretty amazing. Now, in concert with the cloud, if you take a step back and look at all of the things going on in tech, there's a pretty amazing list of innovations. 
you know, in no particular order, you've got artificial intelligence, you've got augmented reality and virtual reality. And uh, by the way, if you haven't checked out our recent episode with Mark Pesci, check it out. He's a futurist. Uh, He's also got a great podcast. And in the area of augmented reality, he really thinks the next big platform are going to be glasses that sort of overlay technology, uh, the digital world onto the physical world. I don't know if he's right, but it's an interesting uh, and it's an interesting perspective. Regardless, augmented reality and virtual reality are getting haha realer and realer every day. Um, You know, the Internet of Things over the last five years has gone from um, an interesting idea to something that is affecting all of our lives in an incredibly powerful way. Um, And a lot gets talked about on the consumer side, but there's a ton going on on the enterprise side with IoT. Of course, everything's getting smart, smart cars and smart pizza makers and smart everything. Uh, 3D printing continues unabated. Uh, sort of a fascinating thing that happened last year was a a little girl with a 3D printed hand threw out the first pitch at a San Francisco Giants game. There's tons going on in robotics, microservices. I believe there's a big breakthrough in the way we look at and use data services. Uh, The security space continues to be incredibly important um, and, and a source of tremendous innovation, something we all need to look at. Blockchain continues. Bitcoin continues. Uh, and, and a lot more, of course. So when you add all of this up, starting with the cloud and then beyond, I would argue that this is the greatest time in history to be in the tech industry and particularly the enterprise tech industry. Now, here's what I'd like to shine a light on. Uh, April 21st, 2019, there was a fantastic article in the Wall Street Journal written by a guy named Rolf Winkler. And the title of the article was called uh, The Tech IPOs delivering the most for investors. And in that article, uh, Rolf goes on to say things like, consumer-focused businesses have more cachet, but technology startups that cater to companies are what is really hot. And then he points out some fascinating data points that uh, I thought you'd be interested in. Nearly 50 U.S. uh, B2B enterprise tech software companies have gone public since 2016. Um, and interestingly enough, that compares with only 13 consumer technology companies and the business oriented enterprise oriented companies have performed from a stock perspective much better. Uh, in the article, he points out that the enterprise companies shares had risen by a median of 126%. And according to the Wall Street Journal data, data analysis of uh, deal logic data, that compares with a median 15% increase for consumer tech companies. So 126 for enterprise, 15 for consumer. And then uh, my old buddy, Jeff Richards, or I should say my long-term buddy, Jeff Richards, who's one of the senior partners at GGV Capital. As a side note, he's been on this podcast. He was on episode 185 of Legends and Losers, and hopefully we'll get him back. But he's quoted in this article. He says, quote, fund managers have made a lot of money on enterprise companies in the last few years. Now, this all culminates uh, sort of recently with an interesting juxtaposition. Uh, recently, Zoom and Pinterest went public on the same day. You may recall Zoom founder Eric Yuan uh, was on episode 32, so one of the very early episodes of Legends and Losers. Check it out if you haven't had a chance. And um, um, Zoom, when they went public, 
their shares increased 72% on day one. And on the same day, Pinterest went public. Those shares only rose 28%. Now, there's a lot of things that can affect how much a stock pops on its first day of trading. And I don't want to get into all the minutiae around that. It's just an interesting juxtaposition. And uh, further to that point, and again, there's a, a thousand points of light that can affect a company's market cap. But it was interesting that on the same day, they both went public uh, and uh, Pinterest ended at $16 billion in market cap after their first day of trading. No small feat. And by the way, I think Pinterest is a fascinating, extraordinary uh, new technology and they created a whole new category and hats off to them. But they were at 16 and Zoom was at $18 billion in market cap. So what's this telling us? First, I think consumer technology, that business is, is really hard, and it's hard in a way that the enterprise business isn't. I've come to believe that consumer tech is a hit business, uh, like trying to create a hit movie or a hit song. Creating Facebook is, is like trying to create the next Adele. And look, I love Adele. She's one of the top record-selling um, artists of the last 10 years. I think she's made incredible music. But there's lots of great singer-songwriters out there, and there's very few Adele's. And so there's something about the consumer tech business that is hard to predict in a way that I think the enterprise business is not. Uh, The second thing I'd shine a light on, and uh, Rolf mentions a little bit about this in his article as well, is that consumer tech is dominated by mega-category queen businesses like Google, Amazon, Apple and Facebook. And those big companies take up a lot of oxygen. And interestingly enough, and I don't have data to support this, but my spider senses tell me that the big consumer tech companies are more acquisitive than they used to be. And a lot of companies that have breakout niche category opportunities in consumer tech these days tend to sell as opposed to go public and stay independent. Again, I don't have data to support that, but it feels like that's what we're seeing. I also think um, that it's getting tougher to find new niches in the consumer side. And I think um, startups are very much afraid of uh, the big players in this space. So all those things make consumer, I think, a little bit tougher. And when they're successful, frankly, they're a little bit more like moonshots. Now, I think what this is also telling us is that new technologies create more new category opportunities in B2B than B2C. Um, because the enterprise business, the enterprise technology industry is not a hit business in the same way that consumer is. Enterprise technology is more of a pick and shovel business. We've had a ton of enterprise tech entrepreneurs and VCs on this podcast, and I've been in the space for the better part of 30 years. Actually, I hate to admit it, more than 30 years. And if I've learned one thing, it's that the enterprise space is um, one where if you're willing to dog it out, if you're willing to you know, work hard on it and be smart, it's less binary than the consumer space. And um, with grit, some intelligence, uh, some great technology and some great category design, you can really make something of yourself. And you know, an example I would point you to is an entrepreneur I admire very much, a guy named Vineet Jain. Uh, I've been involved with his company since very early on. He's the founder of a company called Ignite, and he was on episode 25 of uh, Follow Your Different, if you want to check that out. But he's a great example of dogging it out in the enterprise space to really figure things, uh, get things straight, design your niche over time, and have a, a highly successful business. So 
you know, in completion, what would I, what would I tell you? Um, it's always cool to see consumer tech companies, uh, startups break out and rock the world. And they're often the ones that, um, you know, end up on the front cover of magazines and, and they're very cool. And I think they should be celebrated. And there are legendary leaders in the enterprise technology space quietly building billion-dollar categories uh, uh, and multi-billion-dollar-valued companies. And these background companies, these background entrepreneurs that are much less celebrated, like Eric Yuan of Zoom, enable new ways of living and working that are never going to be on the cover of magazines. Hopefully, they are going to be on this podcast. And make no mistake, these enterprise entrepreneurs are uh, doing a great job at making our world a different and amazing place, creating massive value for their customers and massive returns for uh, their investors. And, you know, that's why I've always loved the enterprise space. And, you know, to sort of to end where I started, I think this is the most exciting time in history in the technology industry and in particular in the enterprise technology industry. All right, you can find us at lockhead.com. I would urge you to subscribe there. Even if you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Overcast or any of the other major podcast platforms, the only way we know you're there, the only way we can have a direct relationship with you is if you subscribe on lockhead.com. And we're trying to take our email game up in creating content um, that is awesome to consume in the written form. Um, that is sometimes based on things we share on the podcast and sometimes things we think um, you know, you'll find uh, interesting and important. All right, you can email us at blackhole at lockhead.com and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lockhead. All right, we would like to thank our good friends at One Life Fully Lived, helping you dream, plan, and live your best life. Our eighth annual conference is coming up October 12th and 13th in beautiful Long Beach, California. Uh, that's 2019, of course. Speakers include billionaire entrepreneur uh, Jeff Hoffman, uh, venture capitalist Cody Sanchez, best-selling author John Vroman, many others, and myself. Shout out to our friends at Fusion, legendary marketing, PR, and graphic design in beautiful Ireland at F-U-Z or Z. ION.ie, fusion.ie. The official uh, coffee of this podcast is Verve Coffee. And um, they're the craft coffee that is served by Silicon Valley's legendary companies. If you go to most of the top companies in Silicon Valley, you're going to be drinking Verve Coffee. And if you want to be drinking it at home, go to vervecoffee.com. And the amazing people at Habitat for Humanity. This is the nonprofit helping people build an amazing place to live all around the world check out habitat.org and i'd like to remind you that this podcast is a sole property of the lockhead oddcast network all rights do remain perturbed we must warn you that clearly this oddcast is produced in a studio that does contain nuts remember to buy john's crazy socks don't be lame get out of the passing lane listen to the ramones thank you candy dandy love you mom and dad and hey colin this oddcast really ties the room together doesn't it Today, our deepest apologies go to actress Lori Loughlin. Sorry, Lori, we just ran out of time for you. Thank you so much for investing part of your life with me. Stay legendary. Until we're together again, follow your difference.